Welcome to Mission in Action, the audio experience for Newground, a Muslim-Jewish partnership for change. We are a nonprofit with a vision of an American society where Muslims and Jews are empowered to create lasting partnerships and engage in authentic communication and mutual cooperation. On this podcast, you'll find a mix of our keynotes, workshops, interviews, speeches, and other audio from events led by our team. This week's episode is from Newground's 2013 Spotlight Storytelling event. Our speaker is Cindy Kaplan, and her story is entitled, Making Sworn Enemies in Bible Study. We hope you enjoy. So, when I was in sixth grade, my Bible teacher got into a car accident, and she was going to be out for three weeks, which meant that we had the dreaded substitute teacher. Usually because they're not particularly nice to their subs, it's something about power struggle and territorialism, kind of like when a cat pees all over your house just to show you who's boss. And usually, the substitute teacher does not deserve it. But this is not a story about usually. See, our substitute, who I'll call Mrs. Berman, she was used to handling the poorly behaved classes, the ones who were really loud and disruptive, so she had no idea what to do with my all-girls class of honor students, who, if we ever got in trouble, was for something like reading under our desks or trying to do extra homework or something like that. She was immediately unnecessarily strict with us. And I guess it all started for me when she decided to rearrange the seating order. And not knowing the social dynamics at play in our class, she decided to switch my best friend Talia from sitting next to me, moved her across the aisle next to our third best friend, Jill, and moved that girl's best friend, Whitney, over next to me. Now, Whitney and I, We were sworn frenemies, and we were not pleased at the fact that our two best friends were now going to be closer together when we had to deal with each other. But then we realized that we were super competitive, and we could beat the system, so we came up with this amazing plan to just pass really incredible notes over to our best friends and win their friendship back. And I guess we got a little bit loud. Like I'm, I'm not saying I'm totally blameless in this story, but Mrs. Berman got annoyed, and decided to bring me up to the front of the class as punishment and asked me to repeat the last five minutes of the lesson, which I did verbatim, because I'm a really good multitasker, and I'd been paying attention the entire time. Had I known that multitasking would have gotten me in trouble, I would have feigned ignorance. They say that's bliss, right? But no one told me that in sixth grade. So I repeated the lesson, and I made myself a sworn enemy. Back then, I always had a cold, so I kept a box of tissues on my desk so that I could wipe my nose in the middle of the class without having to raise my hand and ask to go to the bathroom and wipe my nose there and come right back and raise my hand again and go to the bathroom and come right back and miss the entire thing just because I had a cold. So one of those days, I guess I was sneezing a little bit and wiping my nose. Stop me if I'm getting too rebellious. So... Mrs. Berman got really mad, and she decided to ban tissues from the classroom. The next day, my classmates and I all huddled together before the period started, and we decided that we were not going to have anything to do with this tissue ban. We came up with this plan that as soon as Mrs. Berman would start her lesson, we would flick our contraband tissues up in the air, back and forth like a beach volleyball. This was our war cry. This was our mocking day. And... From there, it sort of got a little bit worse. We started pulling out all of the stops. You know, we switched seats, we switched names, we answered questions for each other. But it all came to a head one day when I got a paper cut. I was bleeding right here from my finger, and 
I couldn't wipe the blood off of my hand because tissues were banned. So I raised my hand and I asked if I could go to the bathroom to get a paper towel. And Mrs. Berman said no. Here's the thing, you do not ever mess with an 11-year-old girl. Certainly not when she's upset and certainly not when she's bleeding, even if it's just from her finger. So anyway, I, I did what any 11-year-old girl who knew how to cry on command would do. I started bawling until I got my way and she let me go to the bathroom. But what was really important, what was happened next, in my next period, I sort of expected Talia, who was my best friend and known as the class lawyer because she was always standing up for everyone, I sort of expected her to come offer me comfort. But what I didn't expect was all 30 of my classmates, girls who I wasn't really friends with, I was not a popular kid. All of these girls who I'd barely spoken to in the six years we'd been in the same class, they all came up to me and they said, after you left class, Mrs. Berman was saying terrible things about you. She was calling you a crybaby, she was calling you other names. But we told her we were not interested in hearing that. We asked her how she could possibly be gossiping about you when we're always taught that the Torah tells you not to gossip. They told me they were not interested in learning from someone who would treat me that way. And they just spent the entire rest of the period standing up for me. I may not have learned so much in terms of curriculum in that three weeks, but I learned a lot about friendship. I learned a lot about support. I mean, I shouldn't even remember these things. I had a cold, I had a paper cut, who cares? But 16 years later, I still remember it so vividly because of what it really meant for the surroundings that I had. I had these amazing friends, I had this support system. Mrs. Berman may have taken away my tissues, but she couldn't take away my friends. Thank you. Hi, I'm Aziza Hassan, the Executive Director of Newground, a Muslim-Jewish partnership for change. Thank you for sharing your time with us today and for listening to this episode of our podcast. At Newground, we believe that conflict is natural and inevitable, yet not intractable, no matter the history. Being stuck is a choice. That's why we build relationships between Muslims and Jews so that they can transform their communities through lasting partnerships. If you'd like to learn more about our mission or support this podcast and Newground's work, please visit mjnewground.org. That's M for Muslim, J for Jew, newground.org. Or click on the link in the show notes. Thank you.